The Viewpoint is leading the conversation all across South Africa right now. Stay tuned to SAFM. Sustandega, I think you and Lesejo were talking about something that I caught um, attention of. What is that? Repeat it on air. Come now. Own up. Aye, aye, con. That's what I love now. Would you just melt right now <laughs> and forget about everything else? <laughs> yeah, ne? Lesejo, you're a traitor. 2113, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the second hour of The Viewpoint. Hashtag business of the day. Stockfolio by FinCamp. Stockfolio is a continuous crowdfunding model designed by FinCamp for its participants to build a massive income portfolio for small businesses using their Stockfell savings. Founded by a former investment banker turned entrepreneur, the rules of engagement are being rewritten as far as connecting startups with funding opportunities. We are now in conversation with the CEO thereof, Ms. Tande Gabuteleze, and she is matching startups operating in the manufacturing sector with the $44 billion, imagine, generated by stockfells per year in the country. $44 billion in money, in cash, sitting with your goggles, your uncles, ordinary South Africans. Talk about buyer power proper. Sustandega, again, talk to us about this. Many congratulations for this venture. Thank you so much, my brother. Um, it's, it's not as easy as it sounds. I'm not sure if we have arrived to a point of receiving congratulations, but bit by bit we shall get there. We have not secured the $44 billion as yet, mm-hmm. but that's the, the target market. And with Stockfolio is really a partnership where we don't want anyone feel like they are contributing more than what they're getting. Um, Stockfolio investors are looking for more returns from their investments. And at the same time, we have crazy talent in South Africa, craft in manufacturing, amazing products, um, who are looking for finance. And we all know that conventionally, it's not that easy for them to access those funds. Let's talk about the traditions of stockfells, high capital intensive ventures by people who are not generally speaking, and I say this tongue in cheek, but not generally speaking part of the economic mainstream, but surely on the operation of some numbers that stockfells do command. There clearly is a business model that lies to be tapped not necessarily formalized because I think it will lose the very ethos and fundamental essence of a stock fell, but Correct. can be harnessed for better returns than perhaps the existing model without more is. Yes. Um, so we, I, I do agree with exactly what you're saying. We don't <clears throat> want to change the culture of stock falls. We don't want to bring, in, bring them to the jargon that we talk about in the investment space. But what we're looking for is we need to understand what is it that they're looking for. And certainly, most of the time when you're thinking about stock sales, we are thinking about presenting to them products that actually encourage them to consume more as opposed to them actually making more interest on their investment. One thing we'd agree on is that stock sales actually um, invest religiously. So it's, it's a given. Every year, they know that every month, 
I need to put on for my stock, for whether it's for groceries or for birthdays or whatever occasion. But the interests are quite um, disappointing, uh, which are available currently. And we then say, how do we then plug them in into a business model that allows them to maximize their interest in a way, though, that they can still manage their risk and they do not find themselves in a disheartening situation in terms of losing investment and whatnot. And this is where the stockfolio model comes in because we are not the first first people to do crowdfunding. There's a whole lot of other entities that do crowdfunding in South Africa. Mm -hmm. But what we do, we do it a bit differently. We do it in solidarity of the brand, whereby we introduce the investment box and we have different brands in that box. So when when Stockfolds invest, they actually invest to a number of local brands. These local brands get to share their risk, and that way the risk is minimized. And also they get to create the return from profit sharing as opposed to just premeditated or predisclosed um, interest from the profits that they make. And we, both, we, we would know that businesses are sitting on margins of 30% or above most of the time. That's what actually gives Stockfalls more ROI uh, on the investment. Let's talk about that because that does speak or does move in the direction of formalizing things. I mean, for instance, this money is not going to be sitting under some mattress or in some pillowcase in somebody's wardrobe. It's now going to be in the custody of a financial institution, drawing, among other things, fees, of course, attracting interest. But would that loss of autonomy, as it were, or put differently, how is that initial loss of autonomy? It's not loss of autonomy at all, but at least the perception would be that, particularly in the traditional spaces of stockfills, that they don't have access to their money. They have to have particular signatories, and they do so on notice, and then they get their money, and all of the formalities that come with a financial institution. Has the uptake to that been relatively so well-received? It has been well received, uh, predominantly because we actually have invested uh, in, in, in building our business case. We invested a lot as well as to how do we then continue to engage the investors both online and offline. And when we're talking about offline, this is where they are actually getting uh, the, the, the samples of the brands in exchange of their investment. This way they get to interact with the brands, they get to understand what is it exactly that they invested in. You'd see how excited they become at the end of the year when they're splitting their groceries and everyone's just excited. So that tangibility is one of the things that they value. So as much as they do not have access to the funds where by now they have signatories putting in notice and withdrawing the funds, but because they are able to see what is it exactly that they invested in, they did not just put their money in the air. We believe that makes all the difference and it's worked both ways because not only does that allow them to interact with the brands that they invested in, but they actually end up not being just invested, but but they also end up being converted into clients for the very same brands that they've invested in. Absolutely. And and perhaps this is a good time to speak about something that I mentioned in passing initially. Just mm-hmm. that figure as to how much money is circulating within the traditional stockfell space is $44 billion, and I would imagine mm-hmm. it's upwards of $44 million as opposed to it being the utopia of. That mm-hmm. clearly does speak to 
a need, and I mean Stockfells are a particular economic enterprise of the African community more than any other community in the country, that if there was a little more coordination, a little more commitment to or persistence in something, that particular community on its own with that amount of money that it commands could direct how capital operates, how capital behaves, how businesses operate. Not so much like a typical shareholder would, but Mm. they would certainly set the ground for an agenda that then becomes responsive to the needs of communities. For instance, I come from a rural environment where every now and then I will not have network on my Mm. cell phone. We have to travel distances to go and purchase basic groceries. But all of the money that those enterprises make are from people in those far-flung areas. And a lot of those areas command a great deal of money through stockfells. Now, mm. I'm asking a question as one who's come from the investment banking space, how those far-flung areas could coordinate better, I suppose is the word that could be used, to be able to agitate and say we demand this particular business here or a particular facility here because we've got so much buying power that will be able to facilitate its longevity, its sustainability. If you like, in commercial terms, it would be like a supplier agreement. We are the people. We are here. We are not going anywhere. We've got so much money. This is how much we trade on a monthly basis, and an investment banker can come up with those facts. We want a business here. We don't want to spend so much time on the road transporting ourselves and spending so much time unnecessarily accessing services that could and should be yeah. You know, Khatebe, you, you are very right. And what I'm thinking of right now is that mostly before we even get to the technical part of things, a battle is won in the mind first. The the sooner Stockfalls realize or Stockfall members realize the power that they have, not only that they have the power to make demands um, in the business space, but the power they have in actually reducing uh, even the rate of unemployment, the power they have in eradicating poverty, um, of course, uh, they, they do have the financial muscle, but the truth of the matter is then when it comes to coordination, there might be assistance required externally to do that. And that coordination needs to be a stimulating type of coordination, not one that really agitates them to a point of, bringing them to a space of discomfort mm, where mm-hmm. they, they have to now do what they are not used to doing. Just as long as they, I mean, the, the simple terms speaking to, to the stock for markets, of course they vary, but most of them and the ones that you've interacted with, the simple language is if you, you invest so much money over this term, this is how much you get back. They want it to be as simple as that. They don't want to be in a space where they are actually analyzing portfolios, analyzing the performance of the businesses and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And we do not want them to put them in that uncomfortable space. Now, we do that through saying you're not just investing, but it's like you you are sort of like having your mini enterprise because your investment goes towards the raw materials of the manufacturing. And that's where the profits are generated and you get your return on investment based on profits. We need business models that are actually going to make stock files as investors comfortable, firstly comfortable to make investment, comfortable to trust the process, and comfortable Big point. Uh, to, 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 to be actually able to trust this process. 
more than anything. Trust the process is probably one of the yes. bigger hurdles, if not the biggest hurdle in the system. I'm going to ask a couple it's of more questions. It's an extremely huge one. Yeah, it's sure. an extremely huge one because the processes, I mean, I used to think processes are an easy thing back in investment, back in, in banking, but that's because the infrastructure is already laid out. The agreements are already set in place. Now, if you come in here as a startup, you think you have your, your, all your ducks in the row, and only to find that there are, you know, some some fine um, lines here and there, and the processes are not as smooth as you have actually anticipated them to be. Mm-hmm. But that's all. That's all about growth and and development and transformation in the industry. <clears throat> now, FinCamp. I mean, from what little I see, and, and, and perhaps I'll give you an opportunity again just to rehash the important and salient features thereof, is as good a platform to reverse, if you like, what has ultimately come to characterize the loss of African businesses, particularly in your rural setup and in the township economy, as it is colloquially referred to. For instance, for instance, your spaza shops, the majority of are no longer run by South Africans, if you will. They are run by the immigrant community. And I say nothing more about that other than the fact that that loss of autonomy, that loss of ownership could be a way to re-engage the economy through, for instance, a program such as this is your FinCap and Stockfolio by targeting funds from South Africans to develop, frankly speaking, South Africans before developing in the broader sense the immigrant community. I'm not saying this to ostracize the immigrant community more than I am Mm. saying this to uplift and empower the local community. For instance, you say we're going to use these funds to target startups and SMMEs in our region, SMMEs that we need supplies from. But for instance, like building national champions at an industrial scale level of what an government typically would do for its own, so FinCamp can do the same for the local communities in which it operates. Yeah, and FinCamp is doing that currently. We we have a campaign that we're pushing called hashtag from Zanzi to the globe. And it speaks exactly to what you're talking about. Uh, we, we, we actually raised capital for one of... Um, the, the manufacturers in the home care and personal care space, beauty products, and yeah, all, all that stuff. And then looking at the model and looking at the products and how the market actually responded to the products and the quality of the products made in South Africa from a lady called Gagwambang Mugana all the way from the Eastern Cape. Her brand is Nouveau Image. So what happened there we decided we're not taking this one to retail. She wants to use the network marketing model. Now, if you're looking at the network marketing business, mm-hmm. which is worth billions and billions of USD, you would realize and appreciate that we have a lot of brands that are making a killing economically in South Africa that are not South African brands. So all the time we're talking about the network marketing or the direct distribution space. We're talking about life. brands that are coming from somewhere, somewhere in the in the States, in the Philippines, or wherever, and they come here and they thrive. So this hashtag, when you say from Zanzi to the club, we are actually rolling out now the Founders Program, where we are saying, now we are introducing our craft to the globe. Not only are we selling to our communities, but we are actually taking this brand, and we are going to play in the network marketing marketplace globally. We are doing it in South Africa, we are doing it 
in the globe. Do let me know when FinCamp does decide to offer shares to the public. I'll be the first to fall in line when I see your prospectus. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you the prospectus. (laughs) Thank you so much, Ms. Tabitha Butelezi. Thank you so much. Founding CEO of FinCamp, talking about changing how stock fails are run and more importantly, building local champions. Hashtag Mzanzi to the globe.